Hey, you're listening to Chatting About Chan. This is your host, Mason, with my co-host, Ethan. Hey, guys. And uh, we're here uh, this week. We were trying to split up the the viewing duties this week because um, of the nature of the project we're looking at. But um, it turns out we couldn't find one of them, so we both just watched Basically, we wanted to watch a movie for today that came out originally in 1973 that was originally called Little Tiger of Canton. Little Tiger of Canton was then re-edited and released in America in 1979 under the title The Master with Cracked Fingers. Now, I was supposed to watch Little Tiger of Canton, and Mason was going to watch Master with Cracked Fingers. I couldn't find Little Tiger of Canton on the internet streaming anywhere, so we both ended up watching with Master with Cracked Fingers. So this is the 79 version? Yes, correct. And so it was actually filmed in 71, so this is a movie that was released, I guess, re-edited and re-released eight years after being filmed, which is pretty crazy. I just looked at my phone because I was confused. I thought Snake Fist Fighter was the version released in 73. Guys, I was wrong. It's Little Tiger from Canton. I found it on YouTube just now. Like, literally, I screwed up. The whole point was that we were supposed to see what was different, what was how the plots varied. Um, I think that would have made for a really fun episode. <laughs> but um, so if you want to stick around for like a less fun episode, well, stay no, it will be. We can still talk. We'll still talk about Master of Crack Fingers. For, for for what it's worth, I love this movie. It was a mess. I thought it was fantastic. All right, so basically, Master of Crack Fingers is it's not unheard of that American um, American studios will re-edit and release movies for America. They tried to do that a few years ago with the movie Snowpiercer um, from South Korea. They did it fa- also famously with the movie Shogun Assassin from the Lone, Wo- Lone Wolf and Cub series where they combined the first two movies together. And Shogun Assassin is not... Is it, it might be better than... The first two have a lot more story and Shogun Assassin has is like a lot, is a lot of action. Um, I kind of found that to be the case with The Master of Crack Fingers as well. It's a mess. It does not give a shit about story at all. I mean, would you? Do, do you agree? Uh, I mean, it, it just didn't give much character development, but it it just was very brisk. From a historical film perspective, <laughs> uh, like just from my it, this movie really is like I don't know outside of Jack, the Jackie Chan universe is the base for so many martial arts tropes it's fair and stereotypes and I mean a lot of the stuff that we saw in Kill Bill 2 was in this movie and of course um, things that you see in later Jackie Chan films are all in this movie and this is the first movie that Jackie Chan is in I th- like again we're watching movies where he's the star this is the first so basically like if I'm gonna give you a super brief synopsis before we dive into it Jackie is from being a child until a teenager he's trained by a martial arts old martial arts master that is a cliche a martial arts cliche to the max which we see in other movies like snakes snake and eagle shadow and drunken master of course and um then you see that in kill bill too like the same like old guy with the long beard um he can do crazy things with his fingers and he's old and skinny but incredibly strong and fast so that was in this movie, and I thought that was interesting because this is, I feel like, Mason, that this movie's, like, the birthplace of all of that. And uh, Is it? And or is it? I mean, it's got to be an there old... Might, there might be another movie out there, but for, you know, for Jackie Chan films. Well, like the uh, 
woman being trapped in a brothel, it's probably another thing that's like a anachronism, right? Like of Chinese culture. Maybe. It's got to yeah, be. sure. Of the old wise no, master. Sure, but I mean, from a cinematic perspective, I think it's really crazy to see it at this low level. There's a lot of things I want to discuss about this movie that are a little unnerving and weird. This movie, again, this, oh, might, yeah. this might be completely different in the unedited version. Well, I want to mention this. The first, so the movie, when it was re-released in 79, the guy, the U.S. person, the producer that worked on it that directed all the voice actors, plasters his name on the screen as the first thing you see. So, like, the movie starts up and you hear, like, the music, and then the first thing you see is... Dick Randall in giant oh, yes. letters. I, yeah, that was bizarre. <laughs> the movie is so poorly edited. Nothing makes sense. There are hor- the cuts are horrible. They're great. I mean, sure. From uh, uh, yeah, okay. I guess like it is. I did enjoy the movie, but it's a mess. And a well, so there's game. a scene where well, what's, what's Jackie? What's about? What's telling them what's about? Yeah. So 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 Jackie. So the movie opens and there's two pe- people fighting and you don't really know why. <laughs> They're in a temple. And oh, so it's like it's like the HQ for a group that we don't know who the group is, what they do, um, who's in the group. It's just a random group of of, of, four, of four dudes. So the third guy comes in and tells, and basically he's going to kill these other two guys. Puts on a blindfold because I guess he's so badass. He's, yeah, he's just going to take him well, out. They're also well, they're questioning his motives. Like, you want us to kill this person, but he's a good dude. And he's like, that's fine. Fine, you're going to disobey me. I'm going to kill you. So he's like, but I'm so good. I'm going to put on a blindfold and do it blindfolded. So one of the guys is like, you you save, you go you save yourself and save my son. And so he's like, okay, peace. And then the and other. By the guy, way, they don't show that guy get killed. He yeah. said, go save my son. Yeah. Then we cut to his his son. I guess it's implied. He's like, he's like watching um, a martial arts school from afar, and the teacher comes over and says, hey, you can't just watch my class and, and learn for free. That's that's crap. And the kid gets upset, and then. He's like grumbling about how he wishes he could learn to fight, and then this old man overhears him. Okay, so this is where I got a little freaked <laughs> out. I was like, did Mason choose another sketchy movie for me to watch? Because this is weird. It's I swear to God, I thought this movie was going to take a really wrong turn because it's literally the this, first thing. this old man goes, "Hey, come here, follow me into the woods." To this six-year-old boy, he goes, <laughs> "He goes, I'm going to train you to be the." He's like. The kid goes, I just want to learn how to do martial arts. And the old man goes, I can teach you for free. He goes, really? He goes, yeah, just follow me into the woods. And so the kid falls in, into the woods. And then he goes, all right, what do we do first? He goes, take off all your clothes. <laughs> and he's like, what the hell is this? And your pants, too. And your pants, too. He goes, and then he goes, now step inside this bag. And the bag is filled with snakes. Yeah. And he goes, the, the key to this exercise is just not to think. Um, anyways, that was an interesting start to the movie. So this um, all happens in like a in the first less than ten minutes. minutes, yeah. And then so we cut to we cut to I guess to a passage of time, and Jackie is now a young man having been training with this mysterious beggar fighter his whole life. Yeah, he's not again. It's not established that he's even a kung fu master. He's just an old beggar who knows kung fu. That's what's interesting about it too, compared to the later movies. So we find out that Jackie oh, he has, has to keep a, it a secret. He told he, him he has to keep to... a sister a secret because his father has forbid him from practicing kung fu, but his sister is still very supportive. Right? She, apparently, she knows kung fu too, but that's never touched upon. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, so then basically the plot is just there is the plot is thread bare. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so, so the, the, the plot's the main... basically basically <laughs> the main plot is just about honestly the movie's just a highlight reel for Jackie Chan. Well the main six. conflict comes in when we find that Jackie is also working as a waiter at his uncle's bar and his uncle is being basically pushed around by some thugs local, some and the mafia, gangsters, right? Yeah. And some he gangsters. Owes, he owes him money and he's late and doesn't have enough. Jackie repeatedly gets into trouble when he's trying to defend his uncle from these attackers and his dad gets mad at him. His fake dad that gets mad at him for defending his uncle. So basically that leads to Jackie repeatedly fighting these guys literally just by coincidence just runs into them in the middle of the street the same group of guys over and over and he fights them eventually and the dad throughout the movie keeps punishing Jackie for he's like I heard you did martial arts again stick your hands in this bowl of glass and then Jackie does <laughs> and yes. and then I'm gonna use that on my kid <laughs> yeah he goes Jackie's like Jackie does it and then um, so I just want to talk about the plot now and then go back and talk about the specifics so Jackie's dad keeps um punishing him and eventually the movie leads to a climax where the guy who killed Jackie Chan's father comes to town and meets up with Jackie and the other thugs at a dock at the docks and the guy's like hey I killed your dad by the way and Jackie's like what and so Jackie kills the other thugs and then has a final showdown with the guy who killed his dad and um he he kills him he snaps his neck neck, and then he and then Jackie's given the Then flag. the old guy jumps out and says, I wrote it down. He says, this is yours now, Jackie Chan. Not really sure what he's referring to. You have earned it. And he starts waving a blue flag and then fade to black, the end. So that's the movie. It's just a bunch of fighting. Again, as I just kind of said earlier, I think the movie was just a showcase for Jackie Chan's martial arts skills, which, of course, are amazing. Um, yeah, as this movie looks... It's so funny because it's so low budget, which is fine. I'm not. There's no complaint, but it's just someone has a camera on a tripod, and it shows these people doing martial arts. Like the martial arts is, it's not bad. Well, there's a couple clever things. Like there's a moment where Jackie's being punished, and his sister says she's gonna bring him some food, and Jackie says okay and starts walking away, and she grabs his hand and, and says, oh wait, hold on a second, Jackie, and it zooms in on her holding his hand, and it cuts to like. You zoom back out, and suddenly, it's like the the thugs kind of stealing stuff from an, another person. The grandma, yeah. So it's an interesting. Fair enough. They they sure. do attempt some interesting moves. So it's but not just the like movie, it, but trash. The, the movie, but the I mean the angles and obviously it's just. So my point is, this movie is shot on a uh, you know string sh- shoestring budget, and after I watched this movie, I went online and I typed in the trailer for the latest Jackie Chan movie, which is called Bleeding Steel. It, and it's like a $200 million blockbuster with a ripoff of like the Star Wars, Star, Star Wars, uh, the Star, the, the, we call it Star Destroyers. Yeah. Star Destroyers. And there's like a dude in this crazy suit, kind of looks like Darth Vader and lots of special effects. And then you compare that to where Jackie came from. And it's incredible. It's, I mean, Every actor, anyone who works in the film business, obviously works really hard. But going from 1973 to 2018, and even watching that movie, Mason, like all the jumping and the kicking and the the physical exertion that he does in that film, Jackie, I think I've come to the conclusion he's the hardest working performer of this modern. Well, think about he's doing this for 40 or 50 years too. That's what I'm saying. But from how exhausting must that movie have been? That crappy movie alone. All that fighting, all that choreography, 
to where he is now, he there's nobody I think who has put as much work and effort as he has. The only guys that work harder than him are dead, like James Brown or you know. Oh, okay, James Brown. You mean like musicians? Well, I guess any entertainer. No, yeah, but okay, Charlie Chaplin. Who's the other? Who's the other? Buster Keaton? Um, maybe athletes. I think Stooges. Stooges. I would say the closest comparison to, to a living legend like Jackie is our professional athletes who have to constantly be training and practicing. So Derek Jeter. <laughs> DJ number two. Skiddy <laughs> plays baseball. It's nothing. Well, he's retired. So. But yeah, I, I, th- uh, you know, I thought I had, I thought this was a great movie that had a lot of great parts, a lot of very funny parts. It was very comedic, which was very entertaining. Um, the 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 boss of the gangsters in particular is a really funny character. Is a really goofy, kind of man child guy. Like he's cheating at what is the other thing? Mahjong? Mahjong? No, it was dominoes. I think. Dominoes. Yeah, it wasn't mahjong. He's like cheating constantly, and he's like. He's asking all the, all his you know paid and prostitutes funny. if he's like oh. a lucky guy, and they're like, "Oh yeah, very lucky, very lucky guy, so lucky." Ask anyone. But I wasn't sure. <laughs> Reminded was me of. <laughs> I was expecting so the old man kicks his ass, but I was expecting the old man to go harder on him because the I thought it was a joke. The the goofy guy who's rich and has money thinks he knows how to do kung fu, but he doesn't. It's like it's so exaggerated how silly it is. I really was expecting the old man to go be tougher on him. But that was a that was an interesting scene. That was a, there was a, that was a good scene. That was one of the best scenes in the movie. It was great. It was great. There's a lot of kung fu and hijinks going on. It was so funny. He tells Jackie to get out of there. He just literally throws him over a fence. He's like, "Get out of here! I'll I'll take care of this." Oh, I like the part where they're at the restaurant and they they order the food and it looks like delicious. They like that the, was crazy. The uncle throws like yeah. this like giant <laughs> chunks of chicken and like veggies <laughs> in this big wok and then serves it up with like noodles and it looks so good and they eat it and they're just like this is garbage no they don't even eat it so they go we want food we want the best dishes you have these are the gangsters and then Jackie says to uncle goes uncle they want the best dishes he goes okay he's like bring up the works times three and then he brings it over and all of a sudden the the guy literally the second he puts it down the gangster goes this looks terrible I don't want it and he just throws it and he just breaks the plate and then they get into a fight and that's when everyone realizes Jackie has Kung Fu skills and extraordinary skill. Yeah. So let's talk about specifics of this movie that was interesting. So I kind of said before how I feel like this movie set the standard for old man training younger uh, fighters. Um, the guy who trains Jackie Chan in this movie, um, he is also the same person who, in like his role as the, as a trainer, he also is plays the trainer in Drunken Master. And he plays the master trainer in uh, Snake and Eagle Shadow. So I thought that was really cool because because that guy's a really good actor. He's very funny, clearly very skilled. Um, the other day I went online just to check out who he was in IMDb. He unfortunately died a long time ago. He is the father of Wen Wo Ping. This blew my mind because um, Wen Wo Ping directed Drunken Master, so it's his son. Wen Wo Ping also, I heard, first heard of Wen Wo Ping when I was a kid because he was famous for doing the choreography for The Matrix. Uh, the Wachowskis really wanted that Hong Kong fighting style like in the movie, that Kung Fu style, like, you know, the famous, oh, no one knows Kung Fu. Um, they, so they hired him, and then he went on to do a bunch of more movies. You saw, I just, I don't, can't, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but I remember that was a marketing tool. Like, 
from the guy who did the choreography for The Matrix. So that he was, was in Kill Bill as well, right? Yeah, he did the kill. I think he did the choreography for Kill Bill, which is not kung fu, but more um, sword fighting. But yeah, this guy's a le- one more ping's a legend. So I was really I thought that was so cool that his dad plays the master. And to be honest, this role that he played in Master with Cracked Fingers is the same. Like when he appears in the other Jackie Chan movies, it's the same dynamic. Nothing changes. It's the and it's essentially the same story, except. I think Jackie is more stubborn in the later films because they play it up. To, this movie is very straightforward. Jackie Chan's like, please teach me. He goes, okay, I'll teach you. And then he does what he says. This is what also I want to talk about, Mason, is that I feel like this movie really establishes the character of Jackie Chan that sure. we know in movies. He is earnest, nice. He's a nice guy, He, but he's not too silly. Um, people are always attacking him. People are always attacking him. And that's Jackie we know in modern day films. So this is the first of all the movies we've watched so far. This is the first one where we see that established. So well, I this thought, is definitely the birth of the Jackie Chan that we know. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's what I, dude. That's what I was saying. Like this movie is the birth of all of so many things. So I thought that was really neat. Um, it was interesting too when you talk about that that older actor that was playing the kung fu master, mm-hmm. or I guess the beggar who knows a lot about yeah. kung fu. He's so you you suggested the theory that maybe he's not really there. Oh yeah, so my theory is that he doesn't exist because it was just too bizarre that he ran into this guy. And he goes, "Follow me into the woods," and they always meet in the woods and train in the woods. And every time there's a fight in the movie, where no matter the location, Jackie's fighting a bunch of guys in the street or out in the open. Just as he's done fighting, the master's head pops up out of a bunch of bushes or from behind a wall, as if he was there the whole time watching. Goes, oh, he's doing very well this time. He's like, oh no, he did terrible. Like it's it's like, where did he come from? They never showed him following him. It's like a, it's like out, of, it's like a, out of a fantasy novel or something. It's it's so hokey, you know. And so my theory was that he wasn't real because he's like, oh, it's like his guardian angel. He's following him, jacking around and teaching him. But he has to be real because of that scene in the dominoes. Well, so, so I was looking up, like, the credits, like, on IMDb before before our recording today, and he's billed as the man who isn't there. So oh. he might be dead on. Doesn't he ask – he asks him that – That's but he, that's in the movie. He says, what's your name? He goes, the man who isn't there. Oh, yeah. So. Still. I mean, that's something maybe, that you maybe, might say yeah. if you don't exist, right? So then that means this movie's about a schizophrenic who teaches himself how to kung fu. Teaches himself amazing kung fu. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was really bizarre that the old man's just like following him around and always his head literally just pops out of nowhere. And he goes, oh, Jackie's doing terrible or Jackie's doing bad. Which leads me to the fact that Jackie's character is named Jackie. Jackie Chan, in fact. And yeah, the, yeah, they go. So they first <clears throat> keep calling him Jackie in the movie. And this, Mason, I wanted to ask you, can we keep a spreadsheet of starting now of how many movies Jackie's name is just Jackie? Sure. Okay, great. I mean, it's easy right now. It's one. Mason's going to start fire up this spreadsheet for me. So um, in the movie, they call him Jackie. I don't know if that's what they called him in the Chinese language version, but in this version, his name is just Jackie, and then they call him actually Jackie Chan. But, of course, you know, in later, in the more Western films, he goes by Jackie. Um, maybe it's just easier because the audiences know him as Jackie. So um, this is the first movie that happens. I thought that was funny. And then what was the actual quote, Mason? They call him Jackie Chan later in the film. What was the? They actual call him quote? Jackie Chan at the very end of the film. 
So there are some really good quotes in this movie I want to tell you. Oh, I just wrote down the actually call him Jackie Chan, LOL. Um, <laughs> the uh, Good qu- note. There was a great – okay, so basically when the guy who killed Jackie's dad reveals himself, he goes, I killed your father, and I'm going to kill you too. And then Jackie Chan's fake dad goes – Oh, poor Jackie. <laughs> like, you're not going to help him or advise him or defend him? He just he just leaves him. Oh, you're going to die. Sorry, that Jackie. That character's terrible. <laughs> Does he die in the fire? Mm, maybe. I didn't even catch that. I just noticed that he burned down he his house. He just disappears. Um, there are also a lot of jokes in here, Mason, in this movie that I wanted to ask you if you thought were added in there in the American version. Oh, like in the dubbing? Yes. There's a weird joke about Popeye. Uh, where the guy goes, the one during the domino sequence where the old man is fighting the goofy dude, the goofy rich guy, he goes, I'm going to eat my spinach to make me dress like Popeye. And they play the Popeye music. <laughs> it is so weird. There's just no way that was in the original movie. There's no way. I don't know. I guess it was, I don't know if Popeye was big in China. I doubt it. Or Hong Kong in so, the 70s. Doubt it. No way. There's just no. Yeah, that was really bizarre. And then um, there was another joke. Uh, there was a big fart joke in there, too. That was unexpected. <laughs> that was definitely in the original because there's no way they could sh- shoot that. The shot of his close of his butt farting in his face. That was so weird. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, those were two moments that really stood out to me. Um, the fart in the... the uh, but, yeah, so... My complaints about this American version is that because of the editing, the thought I'm not that I'm sure there was any deep plot to begin with, but the plot is so messy because they edit it down just to focus on the action. But they got they did it so badly that they edited they cut scenes one scene, there was a big fight scene with him and his sister and they're fighting the guys, and they cut they, they cut right in the middle of the fighting to the guy getting <laughs> criticized by his boss. He's like, you lost to them? Like, wait, how did I know? They were still fighting. And then there was a lot of fighting. There was another scene where they cut, um, and then it just cuts to him being scolded by his dad. I mean, I can go on for the, for another two hours about how bizarre the, the editing was in this movie, but, I mean, it's not worth it. because I know, thought it – I mean, to me it made it more exciting because I never knew what to expect. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. It wasn't like – because it that way. Sometimes, you know – I just got frustrated because I wanted to see the, the – They cut in action out. rather than show you the entire sequence, you know. Right. Fair enough. Help keep, keep it moving along because I don't need to see an extra five minutes of Jackie Chan hitting people with a piece of wood or whatever. Oh, I wanted to say, Mason, there was another classic Jackie staple in this movie. So – Jackie's kung fu skills were on display in this movie, but his humor and his stunt work was not. That was pretty much vacant. There was a classic Jackie Chan moment in this movie, though. Do you know what I'm talking about? Not sure. It's a part where oh, this, uh, this is one of my. This might be my favorite scene in the movie. He comes home and his dad goes, "Were you fighting again?" He goes, "Yes." He goes, "You want to hurt living things?" He goes, "No." And he goes, "This plant's a living thing," and then he starts throwing plant potted plants at Jackie. And Jackie catches all of them, like on the palm of his foot, on his hands, uh, and he's, you know, that, to, and he's catching all of them at the same time. Like he's being tossed fully potted plants, catching them, placing them down on the ground, and that to me is classic Jackie. Classic Jackie, loved it. Was it. Great. I loved it. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, that's the birth of, you know, comic where Jackie trying to save something and not have something break, like the scene with the antique vases in Bar- Rush Hour. Oh yeah, yeah. So 
that's what it kind of reminded me of. But I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So again, this movie is the birth of a lot of classic Jackie tropes, and that's why I enjoyed watching it. Other than you know the editing, but yeah. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, I still would say. I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm a bad movie rater, but I would say, all the four movies we've seen so far, I'd say all of them are worth seeing. Except no, maybe man, not the first one. Facets of Love, maybe no. not. No, I would definitely say check out Facets of Love just because of how bizarre it is. But well, first one had that like scene one, with the dragon. Dragons. No, man. Unless you got <laughs> someone to do subtitles, don't watch that movie. <laughs> but no, it's fun. I think what's so cool about this retrospective is that we're seeing the evolution of Jackie Chan, and it's a lot more interesting than I thought it would be. Um, well, things just, are going to have to stagnate eventually. No, they're not. They look. They're already cha- like right now. He's just figuring out his feet. Like we're at the part of his career where he's like dabbling in dramatic acting and facets of love. And the next movie we're going to watch apparently he has a dramatic role. Um, he has had his first role as a main character in this movie in Master of Crash Fingers. So, and it's his first full on kung fu film too. Oh, not true. Fist of Anger, but classic kung fu movie. Um. It's cool. It's really interesting to see like him try and figure out what's going on in his career, and I don't think it's going to get stagnant because I was looking through his filmography, filmography the other day, and it is not stagnant. That's the fun. Like you said, you never know what's going to happen with the editing in this movie. I think we're never going to know what's going to happen, what we're going to find in his movies. So I, I I disagree with that statement. I hope you're right because I love good movies. <laughs> uh, so let's, yeah, let's talk about the next movie. Okay. So uh, it's called uh, the Policewoman. Oh, okay. And Pretty progressive for the 70s, right? That's yeah. awesome. So this is 74, I think. Okay. And we're going to see Jackie Chan as a, th- a boss of a, of a group of thugs. Oh, boy. So he's a crime boss, which I think is also a rarity in Jackie. I mean, like you said, he's Never kind of... Never plays a bad guy. He's kind of testing different waters and to see what he wants to do. Mm. But uh, I'm excited to see it. So... Um, this movie was also not released in the U.S. for a long time, but so after Rumble in the Bronx was released, which was a big hit for Jackie in the U.S., that's when they started releasing all these old classic films. Oh, interesting. So the original, I guess not the original, the the title that we saw it when it came to the U.S. was Rumble in Hong Kong. Oh, for this Policewoman movie? Mm-hmm. Um, what's also interesting, I looked it up earlier today. The, somebody, I read one review of the movie, and they said that Jackie essentially has a cameo. But he's on the cover, the DVD cover for the UK DVD, which is just classic, like marketing. <laughs> we'll s- we'll see how much she's in it. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> it might not be much, but I I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, well, I think so far we're four movies in, and uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. So cool. Well, we'll see you guys next time for the Policewoman, and uh, if you guys have you know, let us know down below if. We're missing any movies that you think are essential viewing, and let us know what your favorite Jackie Chan movie is. We'll start highlighting those on the show, and you know, start sharing what other people uh, what their favorite Jackie Chan films are, because I think everyone has a different one. So, so see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>